tied horses, the wagons, and buggies. His vision was still sharp when he looked into the distance. He could see the special prosecuting attorney and his own lawyer walking side by side, conversing pleasantly, apparently the best of friends. Claymore muttered again, When a man worked for you and accepted your pay, your enemies ought to be his enemies. He did not understand lawyers. He did not understand anybody who spent his days sheltered beneath a roof, dealing in intangibles such as law or accounts receivable, rather than something solid and real like cattle and horses. It was incomprehensible that two men could wrangle for hours in a courtroom and then shut off hostility at the moment of adjournment, like blowing out a lamp. He supposed his Anderson Avery was a good man, as lawyers went. At least he cost enough but Claymore was not comfortable leaving his future in the hands of a man who had fought all his battles in the comfort of a courtroom, where the only blood he ever saw was in an opponent's eyes. Anderson Avery mounted the hotel steps and asked politely if Claymore had enjoyed his dinner. Claymore only grunted. Special prosecuting attorney Elihu Mallard looked past the old rancher, fastening his attention upon the screen door and passing through as quickly as he could. Afraid of me, Claymore thought with satisfaction. Outside of the courtroom, he ain't got the guts to look me in the eye. Inside the hotel lobby, Mallard declared, loudly enough for Claymore to hear, Sheriff, that man out there is on trial for his life. Why do you not have him in custody? The sheriff's voice was touchy. I got Willis keeping an eye on him. Anyway, he ain't fixin' to run off. I don't believe that old man ever ran from anything. Homer Whitcomb nursed a secret smile that often irritated Claymore almost to violence. For the twentieth time, he made reference to the prosecutor's name. Mallard. Good handle for such a funny-looking duck. To Homer, anyone outside the cattle and horse fraternity was peculiar. Claymore grumped, I've looked at better men over the sights of a rifle. The banked coals of courtroom anger stirred to a glow. I wish it was still just the Indians. They faced you. These days you don't know who the enemy is half the time. They fight you with a pen instead of a gun. He picked up the newspaper but could read only the Dallas masthead. He passed it to Homer. You can still read without glasses. What does it say about me? You don't want to hear all them lies. Claymore demanded, Read it. Reluctantly, Homer folded the paper and held it almost at arm's length. He read slowly, stumbling now and again over an unfamiliar word, as the article reviewed its version of Frank Claymore's spotted life. Claymore winced in pain when it touched upon the outlaw career of Billy Valentine. He interrupted Homer with an angry outburst. Damn them, Homer! Damn them! Why can't they let Billy and all them other poor people just rest in peace? Homer shook his head and started to put the paper aside. Claymore motioned for him to continue reading. At length, Homer came to a section that described Claymore as a greedy, evil old man, a despot of the range, a usurper of the children's grass. Homer looked up, reading the word again. What's usurper mean? Claymore sighed. I remember the stories they printed about me a long time ago. 
Said I was forging trails in the wilderness. Said I was turning them into highways and opening the plains for civilization. I'm the same man. Old now is all, instead of young. I was a hero then. Now I'm a greedy old despot. Where's the difference, Homer? I ain't changed. Homer shook his head. The world has changed. Sheriff Ed Phelps walked out onto the porch, picking his teeth. He nodded civilly at Claymore, but held his distance. Crowding forty, beginning to pack the first signs of tallow beneath his belt, he looked like a cattleman. Claymore felt more comfortable with him than the lawyers. The deputy Willis motioned excitedly for the sheriff's attention. Ed, I wish you'd look yonder. There's two Indians setting under that big chinaberry tree. Claymore said, they're friends of mine. The sheriff's eyebrow arched.